Hello, brothers and sisters, again. This is um, a wonderful day. Today is uh, March 6, 2018. This is my second message for today. Um, just wanted to get these two messages out. Um, it's titled, A Call to Intercession. Dear God, I thank you, Lord, for this moment. I thank you for giving me the opportunity to come out here and share the word again. I pray, Lord Jesus, that every here will be blessed. I pray you anoint this message. Let it be filled with your power and authority, O oh God, and it, it will challenge everybody, including myself, to be able to be an intercessor and to pray and to intercede, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I feel the blood of Jesus Christ over my voice, my spirit, my body, soul, and spirit, my voice, print, and my image, my likeness, Lord Jesus. I ask, Lord Jesus, that you place your seal over me in the name of Jesus. I pray you protect everybody that listens to this message and bless them in the name of Jesus. I pray your anointing will break yokes over people's lives as they listen to this message. Healing and transformation will come into people's lives, O oh God. People's prayer lives will change. O oh God, they'll read, the, they'll read your word more. They will go out there and be evangelizers evangelizes for you evangelizing oh god to say that to reach the lost and the saved oh god in the name of jesus lord surround me with your warrior angels and protect keep me from every satanic demonic attacks in the name of jesus with the blood of jesus christ i break every spell hex incantation pro prognostication Caging incantations, spells, and every occultic practice is directed or used against me as I sh share or pray, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord Jesus, you fill me with the word of a power and authority, and as the blood is to break all these practices, in the name of Jesus. I bind in the name of Jesus the demons associated with any occultic or witchcraft, sorcery, or wizardry practices directed at me, whether physically or spiritually or in any time or frame. In Jesus' might or place or time or frame, in the name of Jesus, Lord God Almighty, I pray that my blood, your blood, will cover my blood and my image and my likeness. O God, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. A call to intercession. A call to intercession. Jesus Christ says, "Watch and pray, that ye enter not into temptation." Why are we called to watch and pray? Why? Because it's a command. Because we, as Christians, we are required. We we are required to do so. Because as followers of Jesus Christ, he prayed and interceded for us and for humanity. Daniel also interceded and prayed for the, for the Israelites in captivity. Second Chronicles says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. The, word, the, the, the world Christian body is in, is in danger of God's judgment worldwide, with only a few remnant escaping. It's time to toss your phone into a bag or put it away and pray for God to intervene and bring revival. The church has been taken over by Babylon, knowingly and unknowingly, covertly and, co and overtly. A lot of churches are under judgment, so also Christians who profess to be Christians. How? Because a mocked, a mocked sign occurs when the people who are called by God um, deviate from His will. There is no more open vision. Also, a false spirit called lying and seeming spirits take over. I'm going to pause for a minute and talk about this for a minute. If you notice right now that if you look online or wherever it is in your church, there's been a decrease in open vision um, and revelation. All you hear mostly is just uh, false prophets. You know, that's a sign when God withdraws his presence and his spirit. That's a very, very big sign that God is bringing judgment on people. It happened when, with the, uh, with, um, with King Saul. You know, he dis he disobeyed God and tried to take the position of being a priest, and God withdrew his spirit, and he started doing things and dabbling to your cult witchcraft and all of that, and and making mockery of the kingdom of God, and then coming back to God, I mean coming back to the priest, sorry, and trying to ask God for direction after he violated the command of God. You know, God said we shouldn't worship and engage in anything that has to do with the cult witchcraft. 
And today we have witchcraft in the church. There are satanic priests in the church already. Priests and priestess, priestesses of Satan. They're already in the church if you don't know it. Some of them, they, they, they engage in divination. You know, the deception has already begun, people. It has begun already. Mass deception has begun. And a lot of people don't know it. Only those in the spirit know what's going on. Only those in the spirit know what's going on. If you're not in the spirit, you think everything is still okay, you know, things are going to get better and all of that. Sorry, that's not going to happen. Things are not going to get better. How do I know? Because I'm reading the Bible. The word of God says, in the last days, perilous times shall come. Perilous times will come. That means times of tra tragedy, times of despair, times of, times of lawlessness, times of, of hatred and jealousy and spite, times of lucreness, spiritual lucreness, you know. Um, times of censorship. They're already censor censoring the truth already. The truth is being censored. Sorry about that. The truth is being censored already. You know, I got, I have people, friends of mine who have channels who are speaking the truth about the Word of God and also truth about all the things that's going on and they're being censored already. Why is this happening? Even with the laws that say there's, there should not be censorship. It's happening right here in the United States where I am. You know, um, and very soon it's already targeting Christians. A lot of targeting individuals are Christians. They're talking to us already. Everything is set up, people. We need to wake up, you know. Um, when there's there's no open vision and and there's there's a widespread of lying deception, it's a sign that God has withdrawn His spirit. It's the worst thing that can ever happen to a Christian. When God is no longer speaking to you, you're not hearing His voice any longer. You don't sense His presence any longer. You don't even feel like reading the Bible anymore. It's difficult to read the Bible. You spend more time on your television, your cell phone. A lot of people on their cell phones, a lot of people. God broke that bondage from my life, you know, a long time ago. I just noticed this. It just took more of my time. I couldn't read the word. I couldn't pray. I couldn't do the things I needed to do. To call yourself a Christian and go to church, sing and dance and socialize and fellowship, but be ignorant of the fact that you're all under judgment, you know. Big, heavy judgment from God is a, it's a great sin. The man and woman leading you is an agent of the enemy. Maybe, maybe he is an agent of enemy, or he, she is an agent of enemy, or has colluded to join the gang of those who love the, the delicacies of Babylon. They've lost their discernment and switch in sensation, being sensational. You know, this has to stop. It's a shame to even mention this long list of evil deeds that's been done in God's house. Order has to come back to God's house. People must be turned back to God. The main purpose is to worship God. Where is the worship and adoration in the house of God? It's gone. Sadly, most of it is gone. A lot of churches are not worshiping God. There's no adoration for God. Guess who's been worshiping? The ador adoration has been given to. Admiration has been given to the man at the pulpit, or the woman at the pulpit, or the so-called praise and worship leader. I hate that title. I'm sorry. I hate that title. There is no worship leader. We all call the worship and praise God. That's Satan's Satan's old title when he fell. You know, God kicked him out. You know, and. I see a lot of people who say they praise and worship leaders. They're so prideful, full of pride. There's nothing of God in them. Everything is a show. They're dead. You know, this is the truth. And I have to say it. I'm saying it the way I see it. I don't care what anybody says. People say, oh, you're judging me. Guess what? You're already under judgment. A lot of people are saying, oh, you're judging me. You're judging me. When you tell them the truth, they're already under judgment already. That's double judgment. You have judgment from God awaiting you if you don't repent. And you have somebody that God is sending to judge you so you can, you can repent so you escape that judgment. Which would you have? The judgment here on earth or the judgment in the world? It's time, people. It's time. It's time for us to to stop playing around with 
the things of God. It's time to intercede and pray. You know, it's time to intercede and pray. People must be turned back to God. You know, people's hearts has to be turned back to God. It's all about money today. You know, it's time to intercede for God's people worldwide. Jesus Christ cannot come and find the church this way. Even with a call to intercession. Still, some people want to, won't change. Intercession means continual prayer. Not chicken little prayers. No offense to those who pray, who pray chicken little prayers. But intercession is set apart for a reason. You and all Christians are called to be intercessors. Mo Moses was an intercessor. He interceded on behalf of the Israelites. Even in the face of God's judgment. When everything was upside down. You know, they were at the tip of God's heated judgment because of the things they did. God spared them because of his mercy. And because of Moses, the intercession that Moses um, interceded with in prayer. Where are the intercessors today? It's time to place your your um, president under divine angelic, angelic surveillance through prayer intercession. If you and your country and your president or your president or politicians are doing things that they should not be doing, then you start interceding. Ask God, ask God to deal with them. Place them under divine angelic surveillance. Ask God to place them under divine angelic surveillance and arrest them. You have the power. Christians have so much power. As Christians of God, as followers of Jesus Christ, we have power. Power through prayer, not power to dominate, not power to manipulate. We have power. God has given us power. The Bible says, as many as believe his name, he gave power. Power to come sons and daughters of God. We have power in the name of Jesus to cast out demons. We have power to change the course of history in the name of Jesus. We have power to cast out demons, bind demons. We have power to get politicians ejected from their positions through prayer intercession. Herod was smitten by worms. We have power to call on God to smite any politician that we that's, uh, that's leading our nation away from God and leading people away from God. We have the power to pray intercession that God will smite them with worms and make an example out of them. It sounds pretty extreme, but listen, that's the power of God. You have the power. Place that sheriff in your town that's molesting your your sons and daughters in in in, in your in your neighborhood or wherever you are. Place that person under ask God to place them under divine jealousy of others and deal with them. That boss of yours that's harassing you, sexually and non-sexually, you put them under God's God's divine judgment. Those of those of who who you have come into this house of God's mercy and have ruined and setting up ensigns for science, you know, God is going to judge them. Psalm seventy-four verse four speaks about that. They they are ruined in the midst of the congregation of God. They set up ensigns for science. These are people who have come into the house of God and make merchandise of God's kingdom, and they're roaring in the house of God. Roaring means they're making boast, like you, you know, they, they they think they've captured the church, they captured the church of Jesus Christ, and they think they got everything already, and you know whatever it is, and they're just leading people astray, and people in the church being led by satanic priests and priestesses, and now at the altar dressed in nice suits, nice sermons, nice cars, great charisma. Large buildings, large followings, fat bank accounts filled with ill-gotten wealth, with false gospels, the gospel of acceptance. It's time to pray, people. Our nation and the world, Christian world, it's time to pray. And I speak here in the U.S. as a representative for the world. You know, as I speak, it's sad that we have failed. We have failed God, and prosperity uh, gospel has been replaced with the gospel of God's kingdom. You know. Preaching the gospel of prosperity, gospel of wealth, gospel of accept acceptance, and gospel of ecumenism. Psalm one from Psalm twelve verse one says, "Help for the godly man sees it. For the faithful fail from among the children of men. Who are the faithful? Who is the faithful? 
The faithful is you and I who are standing standing directly directly close to God. The faithful are those who are refusing to compromise. The faithful are those who have separated them from, themselves from this dead church. The faithful are those who have refused to compromise. They refuse to go to dead churches and stay home and read the Bible or go out and evangelize or fellowship with other true believers. That's who the faithful are. The faithful are being targeted. I'm a targeted individual. I'm being targeted right now. There's a mysterious reason why I'm being targeted and millions of other people are being targeted and I believe it has to do with the end times. You know, the faithful being targeted and have been targeted and will be targeted. The faithful are non-conformists. They don't conform to this world. We're told not to conform to this world. You should be conformed to Jesus Christ. Our mind has to be separate from the carnal mind. A carnal mind cannot please God. The Bible says for to be carnally minded is death, but the spiritual mind is eternal life and peace eternal life in peace you cannot have eternal life in peace if your mind is carnal your mind has to move away from being carnal to being spiritually set on God set on his word stop focusing on the things that are taking you away from God's kingdom stop watching those shows all those shows and television shows do not glorify the name of God the people who, who you're watching the devil worshippers they love the devil they serve the devil they sign contracts with the devil soul covenants they worship Baal, Ashtoreth and Moloch directly indirectly they're worshippers of Babylon they're seekers not believers they're seeking for who to devour just like the enemy is seeking for who to devour he's looking for who to who to pounce on and devour that's who the enemy is looking for he's trying to take as many people as he can the faithful of God are non-conformists as reference reference in Psalm 12 verse 1 the faithful are failing failing in the sense that they they're slowly they're leaving the dead churches and very people becoming a lot of people becoming lukewarm. They're no longer they're losing their faith in God. They're becoming unpopular in this world and this church, where good is evil and evil is good. The gospel of kingdom, sorry, the gospel of the kingdom of God is now replaced with the gospel of wealth and prosperity. That's the gospel of Babylon, which houses the idols of Baal, Ashtoreth, and Moloch, idols of wealth, prosperity, and fertility. Do people do people really realize that this this absolutely evil? This is absolutely evil and not of God. How come satanic priests are roaring in the midst of God's house and they set up their banners and ensigns in God's house? What happened? Nobody was interceding. The gospel of wealth and scandals became popular. It's time to lay aside all superfluity. It's time to intercede and ask God for mercy. The fear of God is out is is out of the window it it has to come back the restoration of God's kingdom has to come back God's kingdom must be restored in this generation in this hour um, it may not be restored the way we expect to be restored but a remnant is called out God can use a remnant to save multitudes there are multitudes in the value of decision they're, they're close by you they're in your house they're in your neighborhood they're in your church they're at the mall they're everywhere you go to when will you reach out to them? Will you re will you reach out to them? Will you tell them that Jesus loves them? Would you evangelize? Would you intercede and ask God for, to break the strongholds? These are demonic strongholds, people. Demons have filled the house now. They're in the house. They turn people to buyers and sellers in the house of God. A lot of Christians they say they're Christians and they're colluding with organizations that have nothing to do, do with the kingdom of God. They call it charity. It's not charity. It's Babylon. Come out of it. It's time to intercede. Kingdom of God has to come back. The restoration of God's kingdom values has to come back. It starts with one person. It starts with you and me. The temple of our hearts. Ask God to make it 
to make your heart right with him. If you're listening, ask God to have mercy on you and everyone else who've allowed this to happen. The mess that's brought changes and charges and merchandise in the house of God. It's brought money changes in the house of God. It's time to intercede. Baal must go. Ashtaroth must go. Moloch must go. It must be consumed and vaporized by the fire of the Holy Ghost. Dear God, I pray you humble us. We humbly come before you, seeking you, Lord. We turn from our wicked ways. We've been promoting our names and brands and churches instead of the name of Jesus Christ. Please have mercy, Lord, and hear from heaven to heal our land. Heal this world. Heal the nation. Heal this Christian body. Oh God, and bring about end time revival because you are coming, Lord Jesus. People want to go to heaven, but there is no prayer for revival. Lord, I'm interceding and praying and believing you for revival, O oh God. The remnant will be used by God, however and wherever he pleases. Oh Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus Christ, do this in Jesus' name. Let's not forget the book of Joel and Isaiah. Joel says that God says that God will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Young men shall see shall see visions, old men shall dream dreams. Isaiah Isaiah 12 states that God will gather his remnant in that day. That day is the end times, people. We are in that day already. The stage is set and the show is about to end. The lawless one is already unveiled spiritually to those who God has unveiled it to. It awaits to be unveiled physically. There is an active participation in Christianity between God's people and God. Obedience is the key to unlock the move of God. God will not move to save a rebellious people if one or two or more don't intercede for the majority who are rebellious. It's time to intercede for your city, for your family members, for those who are in your family who are not saved. Stop being lazy. Intercede for your neighbor. Intercede for your family members. Intercede for your for your husband, for your for your wife, for your spouse, for your cousins. Intercede for those in the church who are blinded by deception. Intercede for their salvation. Intercede for them to know the truth, for the veil to be removed. Intercede for change in your community, change in your country. Intercede with the heart. Intercede with governmental authority. Intercede against the evil that's ravishing this world. Intercede for the, your, your governments. Intercede so God can intervene. If you intercede and clean out an entire God, if you intercede, God can clean out the entire cabinet administration. If only we prayed. If only we prayed and intercede for our nation. A lot of times, a lot of Christians, all they do is complain, oh, this president is bad, it's this and that. And then the, the, a lot of Christians have not become political Christians. There's, God says, come out of them. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to say something here. And I think every Christian should listen. When God says come out, it means come out. The systems, the world systems, the politics we, we, we vote, we're voting in and, and voting for is Babylon. It's a systemic, it's a systematic system of Babylon. You know. And people might say, oh, you're telling us not to vote, blah, blah, blah. But how many people you voted have really have actually done anything that has to do with the glory and the upliftment of the kingdom of God? It's never. It's always been a wash. God is calling you out of that. God can intervene if we use the heavenly resources to our advantage and to the glory of God. Ask God to send evil angels to begin to terrorize those who are terrorizing the church in Jesus Christ. Ask God to rend the heavens over those who are defying the spread of the gospel. And those who are persecuting, those who stand for the, the truth. Ask the king of the flood, the king of all floods, that's Jesus Christ, the one who walked in the water. Ask Jesus Christ to stop the tide of ecumenism. You know. Ask him. Ask him. The choice is yours. You either leave or be swept by this evil tide. There aren't any options besides these two options. It's time to intercede and pray and stand. It's time to battle.
it's time to it's time it's not time to to um, be lazy for God it's time for us to pray and to see for this generation to save this generation after all this is the generation that's seen and done so much evil and yet God's mercy still prevails intercede with authority in Jesus Christ for everything around you your family members just because your son your daughter or your loved one refuses to accept Jesus Christ or sees a need for salvation does not mean you should give up on them intercede for them Jesus Christ has been making intercession for us for many many years since he left and he's coming back again but he will soon come back as a follower of Jesus Christ you have to and must intercede and pray continuously without season pray without season pray until God moves God is very patient be a placeholder like a man or woman who stands in the gap God is looking for intercessors who will stand in the gap and pray and believe that God will do something in this generation this hour that we're in we should intercede with kingly authority when, when there are laws that are being passed or about to be passed or should we should intercede accordingly not sit and wait then try to fix it after the bondage is already placed or cast over our nation when we hear that a, when we hear of a corrupt individual running for office it should turn it should turn into a point of prayer intercession either for repentance or booting out of that person from that position when we have lewd lewd fellows running for office we should intercede for God to rid them out of the land when there are rumors or threatens of war we should intercede and ask God to activate activate his angels of power and dominion on, on our behalf and we decree and say no war you know no war get back talk about it no war we talk about it we watch about it and then finally we we make a move when invaders invade us and we're no longer and when and the invaders are at our doorsteps is that a time when we need to intercede or we should intercede before when demons and witches and warlocks and watchers fallen angels are running amok in the midst of cities in human human form already is that the time to intercede you know because people have not been praying you know we should start asking God for powerful angels of his hosts to locate and track all these demons and watchers and command they all be locked up with everlasting chains bound in their foot and placed in the prisons of darkness which can be felt basically basically reminded reminding reminding them back to the prisons where they belong instead of also instead of allowing them to pervert and pollute this world visionaries of of God a birth a birth when intercessors pray intercessors are born when people pray intercessors are born when people pray when people move from being casual prayers praying casual prayers to interceding subjecting everything to prayer when wicked, when wicked men and women in power, we ask the host of God to touch them. And we ask God to touch their hearts and chastise them with intercessory prayer for them to repent. We have authority. History can be changed. You know, the pen of God is in God's hands. And he, he writes as he wills. But we have an active part to play. Will, will it be dripping? Uh, will he be dripping, dipping his ink pen in, and writing in red? Which is, which is symb symbolical of judgment or writing in white which is symbolic of peace take up the challenge today and get to interceding for yourself your neighbor your city your state your nation and the world when fellow saints fellow saints are being persecuted in in foreign nations like in, in the Middle East like Afghanistan your call should be to intercede not sit down or slip out your wallet and create um, great a GoFundMe account and just send money and forget about uh, forget, forget about them and then half of the time they never get the money or, it, or it's never fully used 
Money cannot replace intercession. Nothing can. It's time to intercede for revival, for repentance, and spiritual reform. It's time for the church to take heed and make ready for the rapture, for the Lord Jesus Christ and the church. Demons are running amok, and the prayer patterns of 2006 that you had cannot match 2018. There must be a change. You must ask for fresh anointing, fresh fire, determination to battle. It's time for end time Christians to battle. Ask God to upgrade your armor. The battle we fight is not a carnal fight. The spiritual warfare is warfare in prayer. How hard is that? Well, it's very hard for lazy Christians who lack the urge to intercede. They lack one key trait of the fullness of Jesus Christ. That's intercession. Mind you, we do have the power to command and ask God to come take his people home via rapture some people say somebody said what yes we do we have the power because it's come Lord Jesus come take us home some don't even know that yes we do have that power but but haven't exercised what's most important we need to intercede for souls to be saved the end time reaping it's time his last call in and get out we need to get on our knees and spend more time move from five minute prayers to 20 10 and 20 minute prayers and ask God to lead us make us intercessors for the lost souls in our cities in our boroughs ask God to bring them the power of God move Philip from one location to another after baptizing the Ethiopian eunuch what does that where does that leave us too many spiritually immature Christians today spiritually immature Christians you know spiritual mature Christians possess the fullness of Christ why immature Christians lack the fullness of Jesus Christ Ephesians 4 verse 14 to be spiritually mature means not being inferior or unstable, not easily deceived by human doctrines like today, you know, or susceptible to uh, crafty showmanship. People remain um, inferior if their understanding of the commandment of God and the biblical truths are inadequate. There's so many Christians who are inadequate. They're inadequate in the Word of God, inadequate in prayer, inadequate in learning the truths of God. To be spiritually mature means speaking the truth in love. The truth of the gospel as presented in love and contended for in the spirit of love the love is a fast directed love the love is a fast love the love is a is a first love directed to Jesus Christ and then to the church and to one another pack everything inside and get quality time with God the better everything the better the better everything is packed away and you start focusing on Jesus Christ the more your attention is focused on God and you sooner you shun the things that you need to shun and the clearer your vision becomes and you start hearing God clearly. A lot of Christians today say, I can't hear from God. Well, what are you watching? What are you listening to? Where are you going? Who are you associating yourself with? You know, you start decreasing decreasing all these things. You start hearing from God. Baby prayers will not match the, the mighty spiritual warfare that's coming right now. Demons are running amok already in human form. Human form. Unmasked to only those of us in the spirit. God, be merciful for every one of us save them save us lord give us faith it's time people it's time saints to intercede we need to start interceding for our nation for our boroughs for, our, for everything that we do we need to start to intercede dear god i thank you lord for giving me the grace to share this message i thank you for your love your mercy and your salvation i pray lord jesus christ that you give everyone a heart of it to be an intercessor help us spend more time praying seeking your face and interceding for lost souls lord i'm interceding that billions of people are raptured and saved saved lord that's my intercession i want a lot of people to be saved and go to heaven and let the devil be left here with his demons and all of, all those who are stubbornly repent unrepentant lord i believe in you lord 
that you would save as many as you can save. Help me to reach as many people, Lord Jesus Christ. Help us all to reach as many people, Lord. Lord, I pray the challenge becomes real in our lives, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Father God, I pray you seal this message with your blood. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ over my voice print. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to send your warrior angels and your battling hosts to guard me and protect and keep me. In the name of Jesus, help us to intercede, Lord, with governmental authority. Design the restoration and rebuilding of your temple, your house, in our lives, Lord. Not physical temples, spiritual temples in our hearts and our lives, Lord. Lord, bring revival. Revival the way you want it to be. Not the revival of the past history, but the way you want the revival to be, Lord. Revival our hearts and our minds and our lives and our focus, Lord. Revival of the of, of, of your sheep and church body, Lord. To see your needs, to realize that they're dead and they need, they need life. Lord, breathe life and intercessory life into our lives through your Holy Spirit, Lord. Because you're, it says in your word, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken. That was not just an ordinary prayer. That was not just five-minute prayer. That's not, that was not ten-minute prayer. That was serious intercessory prayer. Intercessory prayer that shake that place where they were. Oh, God, give us that kind of heart. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen.